Now what? I'm your host, JR. And I'm your co-host, Helen. The purpose of creating this podcast is to build community amongst those who are awakened, those on the spiritual path, and those who are curious about spirituality. And we are so excited to bring you part two of Ascension. So let's get right into it. So Terry, I'm kind of curious about like DNA activation. What is light codes from the sun? Like what information is carried on these codes? Ooh, that's loaded. It is yeah. a very loaded question, but a very important question. So part of the ascension, when I first started, I was like, your DNA isn't getting activated. I'm like, this is some malarkey. That's mm. what I, like, when I was first waking, I'm going to be honest, like, when I was first waking up, I was like, how is this possible? Mm-hmm. But your DNA is being activated. Your DNA is being activated. Your brain's being activated. It's basically your heart chakra that's being activated mm-hmm. because the heart has its own mind. A lot of people don't know that. There's actually an institute called HeartMath, and they've, they're doing a lot of research into the power of the heart. Yeah. And that's what this time is about, is the awakening of the heart chakra. Mm-hmm. Once you awaken the heart chakra, you're dealing with a whole different... It's a new, new ballgame. It's a whole new ballgame. This, you guys, you guys asked about the light codes from the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if I remember correctly, there's information from the gamma rays hitting us from our sun and the central sun, and within this information, whether you are awake or not, whether you are aware or not, we are able to integrate, absorb this information. Yes. So, yeah, you are getting downloads. Mm -hmm. The reason why we have to activate our DNA is because we are at a precipice where there's a huge transhumanism Mm -hmm. agenda Mm -hmm. that's happening Mm -hmm. that I don't think a lot of people are aware of, which is why ascension is so important. Mm -hmm. Because the more you open up your heart, then the more your mind gets cleared, the more you clear out this trauma, the more then you can realize and discern what's really good for you and what's not. The more you are connected to your body. The more you then get to commune with God. Mm. I think JR can speak, I guess, a little bit about the stuff that I do. Uh, you're talking about the Reiki sessions and DNA, DNA yeah. activation. Okay, so the very, very first Reiki session that I did with you, I was fucked up. <laughs> In I what sense? Fucked up energetically. I had okay. just I had just gone through the awakening and I was talking to Terry about it and she suggested that I do a Reiki session. And I told her, I was sitting on the table, I was like, I'm done crying. I was not done crying. <laughs> I was not done purging yet. I had yet to do my first significant purge. But that was your first significant one? After, yeah, after this Reiki It's like session. God said, I'll show you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was done because at that point it was like three, four months. And I was like, fuck, I'm done. Oh, fuck this shit, blah, blah, blah. And so after that session, I just became re- extremely angry. Inside, I was screaming on the inside. And little did I know, it was just opening me up, mm. opening up those channels to clear those lower frequencies within me. Yeah, I was going to feel it. I felt it. I felt the rage. I felt the anger. I felt the turmoil. And I had to feel it because I had to release it. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the first part of my own DNA activation. Yeah, it wasn't fun. <laughs> it wasn't fun. But as I continued to do sessions with you, Terry, the feelings and of anger and turmoil and rage, you know, finally subsided. And it definitely healed me in a sense. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I mean... What's been your uh, experience with light codes, Um, Helen? 
I now that I'm hearing these, my first Reiki session, I was definitely an opening of my heart chakra because I just remember feeling love for the first time, in a sense, you know, and it was as though I had a different lens on. Like I saw the world just completely different with more joy, with more love, and um, just more appreciation, I think. Interesting. Yeah. Two contrasting experiences. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize there was so much anger within me from not only this, I mean, it was from other lifetimes. It was that deep. Mm-hmm. It was that heavy. Wow. Yeah. And I think that's the intensity is what also freaks people out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think people, this is like where your, your conditioning comes in. Oh, you're going to see like, I'm not going to lie. You're going to see, you're going to see some weird shit. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking crazy shit. Like, and for some people, you you have to be mentally prepared after listening to this podcast. Say, hey, I want to wake up. You have to be mentally prepared for the shit you're going to see because there's some nasty, nasty shit. Ugly shit. Ugly shit that people don't want to face. Mm-mm. I didn't. I didn't want to. I mean, I'm going to say it. There's demons. Mm-hmm. You got demons and you got angels. Entities. Right. And so. Don't be scared of people like, oh, I'm so scared to see that stuff. Oh, my God, what if it... I said that to you. The very first... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was so like, funny. I don't want to see any of that shit. I was like, well, you're going to. <laughs> and little, and little like, did I know. Be fine. Was, yeah. Like, we, you just always remember that you're always protected. Protected. Always protected. And, and constantly step into that power. Oh, constantly saying that and put yourself in a... However you want to put yourself in a protective bubble. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. What are ways we can do that? Visualization, like mm-hmm. prayer, know, prayer. I'll, I give all my clients again, Lisa Renee from Energetic Synthesis. She mm. has this great twelve D shield. Okay, that you can do. You could just easily find that on on um, YouTube. Great. Type in twelve D shield, mm. and it's like a five minute little meditation that you do, which is amazing in the ascension process to help you. Protect yourself. Right. Protection, protection, protection. And it's not just protection, but it also helps you to elevate yourself to the next level. Mm -hmm. So we all have this divine neural network within us located within the brain. New circuitry is created as one awakens, ascends, and rediscovers new ways of being. It's said that the pineal gland or the pineal gland, when activated, is the doorway to multidimensional consciousness. What can the listeners do to further this activation? Because this is an essential part of the ascension process. You mean becoming clairvoyant? <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, what it sounds like. I mean, essentially what mm. people are asking for is, I'm going to become clairvoyant. And if you don't know what clairvoyant means, that means you want to see beyond this 3D reality, mm-hmm. right? Beyond the five senses. Yeah. Again, I think the best way, and I think I told you, I would suggest that people... Ooh, figure it out for themselves. Yeah, right, they'll, because they'll, they'll what, naturally, because intuitively. What, because if I was to sit here and give you guys the Doreen Virtue way and then something happens to somebody, mm-mm. Mm. Sorry. You can look up these tools yourself mm-hmm. in regards to how to awaken your clairvoyance. Act- activate. And how to activate it. Mm-hmm. it and it, it, that's it, something that you have to want to choose. That's what I'm saying. Like, you have to be prepared because... Sometimes it, this is driven to people to go crazy. And essentially, right. you know what I mean? Like the Native American yeah. shamans would tell you, no, the person's not going crazy. They're just waking up and seeing, just seeing things for the truth of what it is, you know? Like, truth. I like that. Seeing truth. Yeah. yeah. And the truth is not pretty for some people. For a lot of people. For some, some people, people, it's gorgeous. Mm. It's like, ah. 
always <laughs> you know what I mean? But for other people, it's not. So um, glamorous. And I'm gonna suggest that people discover that on their own and maybe find, as you can tell, we've all been talking about Reiki. Maybe find a really good Reiki person. Mm. You know, like you, you got to be careful with that too. Yeah. In regards to, because there's a lot of charlatans yeah. out here. Yeah. And then there's a lot of people who are masquerading as teachers, but they're really just energy vampires, for sure. So in my research in the Ascension, I've seen things about density and dimension. Terry, what are what are these, and how do we distinguish between them? Uh, it's so funny, because JR and I are having this conversation in the car today, because I saw this question, and I'm going to be honest, I didn't know how to answer it. There's, I couldn't figure it out. So it's so funny. Today I was, I was telling JR, I was talking to another friend who she woke up before me, mm-hmm. right? And she has pretty much been her own teacher and her own ascension process. And it's been a beautiful thing to watch and witness and stuff. Mm. So I had to reach out to her today because I, some things are not in my wheelhouse. And I, I was like, I need some help with stuff. And then she's like, you know, I'm talking about density and not dimension. And I was like, well, what exactly does that mean? And she was talking about the density within one's body. Right. And once she said that, I was like, Mm -hmm. ah, it clicked. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between the densities that we're dealing with within the body. Mm -hmm. And she actually put me on game today and told me that we're dealing with 15 levels. Did you know that? No, I I thought it was infinite. No. Right now on this planet, I'm pretty sure it is, but right now, like Uh she told me that we're dealing with 15 Interesting. Because as you and embody says, more light, and right? she goes, and eventually she goes, if you go up to 15, you're just full light and you disappear. Right, right. You disappear. <laughs> you don't. You seriously do. It's like the disappearance of the universe. Motherfucker. Uh, yeah. As your body embodies more light, you move through the densities. You, you essentially ascend. And whereas dimensions are locations and frequencies of time and space. Yeah. realities and realities of time and space. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so crazy because you'll see and read that dimension and density are interchangeable when they're they're not no they're not while staying in the body it's about embodying these different densities within mm. the subtle energy bodies yes is what she said to me today yes and i was like makes- yes you just gave me a piece <laughs> of the puzzle because i go through so many different things i was trying to figure out what was going on with me and right. then she answered my own question Boom. you guys who are listening right now are lucky to have people who are teachers now who are teaching this? Because when I went through this, there were no teachers. Nothing. Yeah. There and was like nothing. A, yeah. You had, I mean, the unless hard you had road. like Yogananda mm-hmm. and maybe some other Eastern teachers, right. you know what I mean? Eastern mystics, like books mm-hmm. written like in the 30s or 40s. The information is so available now. The information to you. is so available now to you that it's, I'm like, F, I should have woken up in fucking 2012. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> this 2006 shit. You know what I mean? Like, But yeah, density, so as you're moving through the different densities, that helps you to move through the different frequencies. Mm, Yes. And she was explaining to me, so I just asked her, I straight up asked her, I was like, well, what do you eat? Right? Because like we have this also ideal spirituality ascension, like, oh, the more fruit I eat, the more The more salads, the more veggies. I eat meat, it's so bad. Bad. Right? Right? And she was like, well, for one, you got to listen to your body. Mm-hmm. Because when you're going through ascension, like you don't know. Like I said, like I went through a stage where I was pretty much vegan. Yeah, I remember for that. For four years. I remember that. Yeah. And plant based, right? Mm-hmm. Now I'm eating meat again and I'm eating cheese and I'm eating all these things that I normally wouldn't eat. Uh-huh. But I'm also realizing that's also helped me to 
sometimes you need some sort of grounding mm-hmm. and meat and chocolate, things that you think are quote unquote bad for you. That's why you have to listen to what your body needs. Everybody reacts differently. And to everybody different reacts foods. differently to different foods. So right. I was like, well, what do you eat? She goes, I eat whatever I want. And I was like, mm-hmm. what? She has learned to change their frequency. Right. Praying to your food, right? And raising I don't its, know how she does it. Raising its I frequency. I didn't ask, but she knows how to change the frequency of her food to mm. match the frequency of her body, which is why she's like, I can eat whatever the hell I want to eat. Mm-hmm. She's at that because level. she's also, but she's also not attached to the conditioning behind all mm. these different agendas that are happening, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There's a huge agenda even within the spiritual community about what you eat. If you don't eat this way, then you're not spiritual, right? If you don't eat this way, then you can't ascend, mm-hmm. which is bullshit. That's not true at all. So that's one thing I would tell the listeners is really pay attention to what your body needs at any given moment. That's what the difference between density and dimensions are the different levels that you're moving up mm-hmm. within as you're going through ascension and expanding. Right. So her and I also had a conversation about how um, this, everybody wants, I think we talked about this earlier, everybody wants to skip fourth dimension mm-hmm. and go straight into the f- fifth dimension. And you can't do that. Right. Let's break it down. What is fourth dimension? That's the dream state. Dream state. Dream world or dream state? Or are they interchangeable? I'm going to go with dream state. This is a density where an immense healing can be done. Or immense harm can be done. Mm. When I'm, I have trained myself to, <clears throat> before I go to bed at night, not to eat or drink, nor sign anything when I'm sleeping. Because mm-hmm. you don't know what you're signing. Because mm-hmm. you're in a completely different dimension. <laughs> right. You don't know what you're eating. And you don't know what you're drinking. So people want to spiritually bypass 4D and not do the work. There's a lot of work that's going to be done in 4D. A lot of work. The fifth dimension is where the new templates are happening. And Lisa Renee talks about this. You, when you go through Ascension, eventually, going back to the light codes, you start bringing in these sun diamond light codes. Mm, crystallize within your DNA. Mm-hmm. Wow. Huge transformation. Yeah, and that's where you're going to, and that's when if you if anybody's ever read The Alchemist, that's what he's talking about yeah. in The Alchemist. Oh, I did read that. I didn't catch that. Wow. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's yeah. So, how can one move forward and discern between what is spiritual bullshit and what is the correct path for them? Well, eventually you'll start to realize what stuff starts to smell stinky. <laughs> Yeah. Energetically, yeah, that's a clair. People don't realize that <laughs> clairsentient smell. Right, we got clairvoyance. You know, you got clair uh, hearing, clear hearing. All the, I don't know all the names, but clear mm. smelling is one of them. <laughs> and you'll when you start awakening, you start reading stuff. You'll just intuitively know that that's bullshit for you. Mm-hmm. It may not be bullshit for somebody else, and that's where you have to appreciate everyone's sovereign path and why they say there's a teacher for everybody. Because it also depends on where you at within ascension. I pretty much am dealing with the people who are graduates already. Mm. Right? I don't feel bad about that. I'm kind of like, (laughs) what you and I talk about is kind of like PhD level. It is PhD level stuff. Right? It is, yeah. And so I have a hard time. (laughs) Dealing with people who are on in 12th or kindergarten, first grade. I don't have a hard time dealing with people who are in kindergarten, first grade. Like, I think that's great. That's where they're at. Mm -hmm. I am learning how to help rewrite the information so that they can understand it too. I mean, essentially what you do for me, whatever teachings I give or whatever help and guidance I give to other people, large part of it is from you. 
Yeah, but you are the one that's going out there and helping the people that I can't help. Right. I mean, not that I can't help them. I shouldn't right, say right, that. Right, right, yeah. It's just that you're going to, and you're the kindergarten teacher. Yeah, and I'll take that role. Me and Helen will take that role. Do you get what I'm saying? Absolutely. And it's not a bad thing. I, no, you gotta, no. You gotta, I think this is my path, and I you want to teach. you got to train the teachers, you I know? Want, yeah, I want to teach the kindergartners and the first graders and, and the second graders um, and get them to that PhD level, mm-hmm. grad level. I mean, with everything that you said about density and uh, ascension so far, it's important to realize that this is all an equal co-creation. What one does affects the whole. How is this so? Well, I like to liken it that we're all soup. Mm-hmm. And we all have different ingredients that we need to bring into the soup. Mm. So if you have been assigned, let's say, tomato, I mean, let's say potatoes, and your potatoes all sprouted and rotten, and you didn't take care of your harvest, and you dumped that into the soup, it's going to contaminate the soup. Nobody's going to mm. want to eat it. The soup's been contaminated. Yeah, but I'm talking about we're starting off with the fresh <laughs> I got a new veggie bro. Do you know what I'm saying? The soup has been spoiled since forever. Well, not forever, Never, but, but not forever. But, it's but, been but you're but are you gonna continue to bring in rotten potatoes mm. and bring in a bad crop? Right. Or eventually you're gonna bring in a nice good crop. Do you know what I mean? That's how you affect the whole. Right. I think somebody once said like it's kinda like when you throw the pebble into the lake. Right, the ripple effect. The ripple effect, right? Mm-hmm. Every thought, every deed. Every action. Every action has a reaction. Um, so that's how you co-create. Because, uh, yeah, this because is... Because we have to, first and foremost, though, you have to kind of co-create with God mm-hmm. <laughs> before that you could bring that to the collective. I'm always going to talk about God. It's going to irritate people, and I don't really care. Because God is number one, mm-hmm. first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And you, we just got to get comfortable with that. Right. If whatever I say, just say, oh, God, you say that word again. Say sore. Say whatever makes you feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. So as we ascend and we're learning all these lessons or truths, how do we properly integrate light and information? Sleep. Uh, Yep. Absolutely. Because you can learn and learn and learn and not integrate. Oh, 100%. But sleep. That's the... that, in my opinion, that is the number one way that you integrate. Because it resets your sympathetic and parasympathetic. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you're in 4D? Yep. Mm. Well, sometimes you may not be. Because you can integrate in the 4D, too. You can integrate in 4D right? and then move beyond that. Right. Beyond. Right? Yeah. Eventually. I mean, that's the whole point. But you can't bypass it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sick of people in the spiritual community right. trying to jump from 3D to 5D. And I'm like, have a right. 4. But yeah, I think... What you eat to help you integrate is important. Mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes you might need some caffeine, and maybe you won't. Mm-hmm. That's where you got to, like we talked about earlier, where you got to use the discernment. Right. The work that I do, I like to give my clients a good month to integrate. Yeah, I you think, know? I, think like, I had a whole year off from you to integrate. And sometimes you, <laughs> take, yeah, sometimes you <laughs> take a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah. It just depends. I mean, like, how did long did, after you had your awakening, how long did it take for you to integrate that experience? I believe I'm still integrating it. There's just always. And how many years ago was that? So, two years. Wow. Yeah. So, see, listeners? Mm. Yeah. It's takes work. A while. It's, it, work. It's, it's work. Dedication, it, it, devotion. Dedication. Yeah. Commitment. Yes. Yeah, all those Self-love, things. Self-love, compassion. Yeah. So, think about that. Mm-hmm. 
it might take her nine years to integrate. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it's going to, right. but you have to be open to how long the integration process mm-hmm. might take for you from one level to the next. Right. I mean, some days you'd be like, yeah, I integrated in like three days. <laughs> yes, I'm feeling great. And then you might be down for the count for nine months. You're yeah. like, oh. Right. Right. <laughs> Absolutely true. <laughs> He looked like SpongeBob SquarePants when he hasn't had any sleep. <laughs> With the, the red, red eyes. eyes. Yeah. yeah, the red eyes, you know what I mean? I'm just curious, is when people talk about astral projection, is that in the 4D? Great question. That's a good question. That's a great question. What do you think? Astral projection in the 4D. I think part yeah, I think parts of it can be in the 4D and then you can do it as you move up densities. Yeah. I was doing a lot. It of, starts I was doing a lot of astral projection when I first woke up. Mm. Now break it down for the for the listeners. What is astral projection? Ooh, first of all, you have to set an intention mm-hmm. in do, in regards to where you want to go. Mm. <laughs> That's the first thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then you just think about that thing before you fall asleep, and then hopefully you hope that you can project a part of yourself into wherever it is that you want to you go. Want to go. Ooh, here's a great story. I remember my first time doing shrooms because shrooms can be a huge part in astral projection. I was flying through the universe and I, I didn't set an intention. I was flying through wormholes and these spatial sequences. It was fucking crazy. It was in, I was seeing sacred geometry and this was like a good seven years ago, way before I woke up. And I haven't done any astral projection on shrooms since then, but my very first experience was my very first trip. I questioned what the hell I was like. Why was I flying through the universe? Why was I seeing all these stars and these spatial sequences? And when I became spiritual and you know did my work, I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, interesting. Now, with that said, for the for the listeners out there, you do want to set an intention. You do need to protect yourself when you do any astral projection. Point blank. I second that. <laughs> Don't just willy nilly go out there and. Do it for fun. Have an intention. What is it that you intend to do when you do an astral projection? Wow. This Have is you a- ever done it, Helen? No. Mm. Yeah. Or maybe I just don't know, you know, because I've had trips where I, like, am visiting Source again after uh, I recognize it from 5MEO. So you go back straight to the Source. You go back straight to God. Yeah. <laughs> That's deep. That's fucking yeah, deep. So why is, she, is. why is she bypassing? It's crazy. She goes straight back to it. Because that's what she wants to do. Interesting. <laughs> and get her information. She gets her information straight from Source. Yeah, straight yeah right she's there. straight right there. And she's getting straight from, right you there. Know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not going to go through the messengers. Let me talk to you directly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. she's trying to, she even bypasses the gatekeeper. She's yeah. like, yo, she dog. She's straight there. She has direct access. She's like, yo, dog, let's chat. Yeah. <laughs> Something, yeah. Her, uh, she's been through some, like, like soul-wise, she's been through some shit. And also has done the work over many lifetimes. That's the key. Mm-hmm. The lifetime, many lifetimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so we are, we're on our last few questions. What is mm-hmm. heaven on earth? Ooh, do you want to talk about that? Heaven on earth. Basically, creating heaven on earth means you lead with love. And how do you lead with love first? You have compassion for other people. That's love in action, right? Mm-hmm. Is it first knowing it within yourself? Cultivating love. that self-love, knowing it's never left you. Yes. You have a lot of people out there who loathe themselves. Mm-hmm. Loathe. Yeah. People are, are their own worst critics. But are they? Or are they running a program that's mm-hmm. been in their aura and it's somebody yeah. else's voice? 
A lot of times people don't realize adults, you can say one thing to a child and that will stick with them. Mm-hmm. It's so ingrained. Yeah. And it's like, it, it just, memories. it burns into the aura. So that's the other thing when you're going through ascension, as you're getting rid of these, rid of these tapes in our thoughts and information that are, that is not yours. Our true voice is love, mm-hmm. plain and simple. Mm-hmm. So if we really are going to create heaven on earth, we just got to love each other. Mm. And people don't even want to do that right now. It's it's to the point now to like where if you don't do this for me, then you don't love your neighbor and you don't love me. Ooh. We're going to talk about the jab, dude. Mm. All these different laws are, that are coming up, these quote-unquote mandates. They're called man, M-A-N, dates for a reason. Mm. Man is creating things that are going against the natural law. Mm-hmm. And going back to our natural laws, there are the law of God. Mm-hmm. Those are the natural laws, the organic way of how we do things here on this planet. And the more and more we move away from that, the more and more humans won't be humans anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? That's why love is so important. Because love takes you back to love takes you back to being who you are originally are at the end of the day. And if you're telling somebody you can't come into this place because you don't have X, Y, and Z, or I can't be with you because you didn't get X, Y, and Z. How is that loving somebody unconditionally? Right. putting Putting conditions on them. And then you want to talk about how you want shit to be unconditional towards you. Very, very contradictory. Do you get what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, like, that's where uh, where we're going to see another split and another disconnect. Because and more separation. And more separation because it's sad. It is. The, the, the times that we live in currently have created so much I mean, how do you... I mean, how we think it's okay that I have to show proof of something when you never had to show proof of anything about you, and I don't want to share things about me medically. Exactly. exactly. I mean, I'm not saying that it's wrong, and I get it. You know, we're at, we're at a point where people are like, oh, it's whatever, but where's the love in that? Hard to and find. you got to, like, allow people to have their own way of doing things. Mm-hmm. That's how you love them unconditionally. Mm-hmm. And their choice is their choice. And your choice is your choice. Exactly. And whatever choice you make is the correct one for you. Yeah. And you love them unconditionally. But, and as you're going through the ascension, part of that is listening to your soul. Is this the right thing for my soul? Mm-hmm. Amazing words from the Miss Terry Smith. Okay. So we have reached the now what portion of our episode so we learned about ascension. Now what? What last words do you have for the listeners, Terry, so that they can expedite and move their ascension forward? Read. Educate yourself. Yes. The more you learn, the more you continue to um, expand and evolve. I mean, people always ask me, what were the books that helped you? And The Power of Now. Yes. That's, that's the by quintessential. Eckhart, by Eckhart Tolle. Yes. A New Earth. I wasn't really into a new earth. I loved it. Mm, <laughs> I mean, it was great, but I was like, eh, Power of Now is way better. It is, it is good. It's a good um, Conversations with God mm-hmm. by Neil Donald Walsh. Mm-hmm. All three volumes. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Disappearance of the Universe. My One of my favorite by books. By Gary Renard. Ever. One of my favorite books ever. That will blow your mind. Yes. And it's a game changer. When I first came to see you, you gave me three different books to read and, and a few different resources. 
disappearance of the universe was one of them. And before I had gone to you, I had all these visions, and I would write these visions down. Before I had even done any reading, I'd write all of them down in my phone. And I had no idea where I was getting these, why I was getting these visions. And I read Disappearance of the Universe. All of those visions and ideas and thoughts were in Disappearance of the Universe. I told you this. I That's told crazy. You. Yeah. I think the four agreements, if you haven't read that, uh, and then going into his book, book, The Mastery of Love. Oh, my gosh. Talking about love, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, like, whoo. But The Four Agreements is such a short and sweet book. Mm-hmm. Yes, read. Read, 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 read. And Educate. the Galactic Historian, Andrew Bartzis. B-A-R-T-Z-I-S. I mean, he's a game changer. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the uh, Law of Attraction book. It's the Mm -hmm. book with the purple cover by Esther and Jerry Hicks. That book is pretty much self-explanatory. And then again, I've mentioned her several times, but Lisa Renee, energeticsynthesis.com. She has so much information on what is happening right now to us as a whole. She's almost PhD level. It's it's I've read a little bit of her stuff and it's some some dense material. It's I very agree. dense and it's very intense yeah. and you got to have a full on open heart and open mind for her, for her information. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening to me and you're like, "Oh, I'm beyond all this other stuff." Lisa Renee. Um daily practice? Meditate. Meditation. Huge. Probably one of the biggest ones. Um Doing protection work, mm-hmm. however that looks for you. Mm-hmm. Shielding up, mm-hmm. you know. Daily, daily morning protection prayer, cleansing prayer. At night. Yes, throughout the day. Whenever your intuition feels that it's necessary. Yeah. I think it's important. And then how do you really know your multidimensional self? That is for you to discover. Yes, right. That path is unique to each individual. For sure. Yeah. Huge. Huge. That's it. Terry, thank you so much. That was incredibly fun, incredibly informational, and full of depth and meaning. Thank you again for being on the show. Thanks for having me. I'm going to look forward to coming back talking about Twin Flames. Yes, I'm excited about that. Oh, yikes. Get ready. Terry, I just want to say thank you. You played a huge role and impact on my awakening and my own ascension. Terry would reach out from time to time to check in on me. And there were so many times where I ignored her because I quit. (laughs) Isn't that true? Yeah, you did quit. (laughs) (laughs) I quit probably close to 20 times. And you could say that spirit always brought me back. And Terry was always the first person that I reached out to. When I was going through this process, when I didn't have anyone to talk to, she was the one I would reach out to. So again, one more round of applause for Terry. All right, listeners, you know the drill. If you liked our episode, please subscribe. You can also find us on Clubhouse. Our club is Awakened. Now what? Find me at heal.me.com slash Helen and JR. You can find me at journeythroughtheawakening.com. And for any of you listeners who wants to do a session with Terry, please reach out to me or Helen, message us, and we will be more than happy to give you her email, her information. Thank you, guys. This was a great episode, and we will see you guys next time. Oh, 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 oh,